Welcome to the Hog Call Podcast. This is Chad. And this is Tim. Be sure to subscribe to the Hog Call on your favorite podcast directory. iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, whatever you'd like, we're on them all. The Hog Call is only live, real-time, uncut, uncensored, Razorback podcast. Created by fans for fans. Friend us on Facebook at Hog Call Podcast or follow us on Twitter at Hog Call Podcast. Chad runs the Facebook page and Tim runs the Twitter page. Support the Hog Call Podcast by helping us spread the word. Give us a five-star rating and leave a comment, even if it's just Go Hogs. This will go a long way to allow other Razorback fans find the podcast more easily. If you'd like to throw a tip our way, you can support the podcast financially by clicking on the link in the show description. We're counting on fan support. Do you have something Hog Call Nation needs to hear? Leave a voicemail by clicking the link in the description below or send an email to hogcallpodcast.gmail.com. Well, it's good to get that mess out of the way. How's it going, Tim? How's it going, Tim? Hey, Chad, doing okay. Glad to be here. Glad to be on the Hog Call Podcast. Uh, thanks for being here again, as always, Chad. It's, you know, it, it's exciting. Um, I always love it. And, uh, you know, I'm just happy that, you know, we're able to get out here and, and uh, do the Hog Call Podcast. And I appreciate everybody that has hung in there with us, everybody that's listening, um, all of our longtime fans. Everybody that has written in or, or sent a voice message or whatnot this year, and everybody that's interacted on Twitter or Facebook or or Reddit, it's 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 been wonderful. It's been a, it's been a good year. We're halfway through the year, and uh, you know I don't know. I think it's a point where you know we might not lose another game for a while. So you know, but you got to look back at you know you got to look back at what's what's going on in in this game or whatnot you know and i uh, look back at old miss and golly i don't know if that whole situation was saying like we got them right where we want them while we were down it was i don't know man but <clears throat> i did hear a lot of positive things from Pittman, and uh i'm really excited about that i wanted to cut a few things up and play them on the podcast and i wasn't able to get that done we'll get that we had some had some personal issues and stuff so we'll get that done uh on a few in the future but i am impressed with the language he's used and how he spoke about the team throughout the week um uh, it's it's been uh you know uplifting or whatnot and to hear him talk about you know how we're you know favorites and so on and so forth and and the things that he's going to do to you know, attack this game. It's you know, it's it's been impressive to hear. Yeah, it's uh, we're st- we're still the favorites at home, I, even after two losses. We're still ranked. Uh, we've got an opportunity to, like you said, get on a roll. We're halfway through the season, four and two. Mm-hmm. That's kind of I mean, that's where we thought we we had us the the podcast had us at eight eight wins at the end of the season. Um, so we're still on track to do that, but we got we have to beat Auburn this weekend. We got a uh, we had our chance at Ole Miss, big time chance to win um, there and take care of business. But 
you take care of Auburn, you take care of UAPB, and we got a bye week, and we go into the bye week six and two, and there's still a good opportunity for that, and I'd feel good. Yeah. You know, I would too. You know, I mean, yeah, I don't know. This this Auburn game is going to be a game I feel like we're going to be able to go out there and, and take care of business or whatnot. And, uh, you know, I don't know. It's one of these games you got to win, you know. Uh, that Ole Miss game, I felt like we should have won that. And, you know, I'm going to talk later about how I felt about the, you know, two-point conversion or whatnot. But just if I was going to say, like, this is what lost the game, it was our kicker. And he lost the game because he missed the kicks he needed to make. And, and uh, I mean, with that, we win. We did everything we were supposed to do, every category we led in uh, for that game. You know, we just we came up short, you know, with special teams there. And we got our – you know, we got to hit those. You got to hit those. Yeah, I mean, little, he missed the one from 50, but he didn't make the one from 31. That's the difference in the game. My my, my thing while we lost is we gave up 52 points. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, Ole Miss has a pretty good offense, but you give up 45, which is still a bunch, and we win that game. And it's just like, just kind of happened last year. If we didn't don't get turnovers, the, off- the defense just gives up points. And I was hoping mm-hmm. – with a more, you know, all these seniors and juniors on defense, Odom in the second year, mm-hmm. I was hoping the defense wouldn't have any games like this. And it's been two weeks in a row that we've just got uh, ransacked on the defense. I don't, I yeah. don't know what's going on there. Boy, um, I mean, I mean, frustrating. We went against a high-powered offense. I mean, that offense we know is high-powered. Matt Crow is a good quarterback. He deserves. You know, every bit of the praise that he gets. And he came in there and, and played a hell of a game in this game. Not as good as KJ, yeah. but played a good game. You know. Um, and, you know, they, they, they won the game. You know, they they technically won the game. Not not, not in the categories and, and, and things like that. But points-wise, you know, they won the game. And I don't know. I just don't under You know, I don't understand why he why he went for two there. And he did the same thing back in the Missouri game too. You know, he went for two. Um, and you know, yeah, I did my master's thesis, um, at Ohio university on the utilizing game theory to determine your best chances to score in red zone situations and that included two minute uh plays and it includes you know two point conversions so um anyway with that you know that you only make the two point conversion 40 percent of the time that's the statistics on it all coaches should know that you should understand that as a coach that you have a 40% chance of making that two-point conversion. It's probably not going to happen. Like, it's not good. It's not good statistics in the first place. Everything has to go, you know, just right. Well, then you look at, like, how are we playing, you know? And how are we how are we playing this game 
as a coaching staff. And Pittman said early in the game, like, we got them where we want them. The way we're playing this game as a coaching staff is that we are wearing them out. You know, we think our uh, team will be able to wear their team out and we'll be able to win in the end. You know, well, give yourself that opportunity by taking the extra point and going in overtime. Continue that strategy of trying to wear them out. You know, you almost got you got them where you want them. You almost got it there. Why not go another, you know, another couple of plays with it? And then you got to look and say, okay, well, how have we been doing in the red zone in this game? Have we been scoring in the red zone? Does it make sense to try to go for it in the red zone? You look at that and you realize, well, we have been scoring in the red zone. We're eight to eight in the red zone, so we're good there you know if you're in the red zone, you're probably going to score. And that's where you're starting off. So you know, like, you're probably going to score. You're probably going to continue that trend uh, that you see throughout the game. And, you know, so when you look at those things, to me it's like a no-brainer. Like, let's kick the extra point and let's, you know, continue playing this game. Um, You know, and there's more stuff that goes into it than that but i think that's you know just just looking at it from those perspectives i think that's enough of you know justification you know not to not to go for two in these situations every single time now sometimes yeah uh, like if you're playing a game and you've struggled really heavily uh, against a team's defense and you don't think you can get back into the goal line from the red zone you don't feel like you can make it right that distance then it is better to go for two and take that 40 percent chance because statistically you'll actually win more often if you do that if you're struggling against the defense but if you're not struggling against defense you don't want to do that and you know to say well their offense has been high powered it's been you know doing well the whole game all right fine you know they they had they had been doing well but a lot of their stuff was off of uh, plays where we almost picked the ball. We, almost, we should have four picks in this game. We dropped those. So you look at that, you think, well, you're probably going to get a pick once you go into overtime, too. That's a very high statistic. You're probably not going to drop it, you know, a fifth time in these situations uh, when it's hitting you in the hands like that. And then you also look at, like, does it make sense that you would you would do that when you look at it from that you know defensive perspective has your defense stopped them and in the first quarter our defense did stop them so we did have some times where our defense shines so maybe look back at that and you're you know maybe you think like okay well let's go into overtime and let's let's run that first quarter you know type defense or whatever let's go back to some of those calls and the things we're doing there and uh let, let's 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 try that. But I don't know. I think even if your defense doesn't perform, I think we just wind up outscoring. I think we just wind up, you know, hitting it. And statistically, game theorist approach says that if you actually kick the extra point, then get in the overtime, even with the new rules, and in overtime go for two, statistically you're more likely to make it that second time for whatever reason. For whatever reason, that's the that's how that's how it plays out. So I, I don't know. I think in that situation, you kick the ball. And then here's the other thing that I just want to say is like all the players on my Facebook feed 
all the coaches that I'm friends with on my Facebook feed were all saying the same thing too. You know, they were all saying like, you got to give them a chance to play in uh, overtime period. You got to give your team a chance to win that game. Got to give them an opportunity to outplay the other team. Um, so, you know, I mean, if Pittman makes it, you know, are we even having this conversation right now? You know, probably not. We're probably not going to sit here and like, like, let's break this down, you know, because, you know, he caught it and made it. It's, it's within that 40%, right? You win and solves everything. But, you know, you got to think though, with him going for it for two back at the Mizzou game, doing it here and coming out and saying like, this is how I'm going to coach. Like, I mean, is he going to be that bold moving forward every single time? I don't know. I don't, and you only got a 40% chance of conversion. I don't know. What do you think? What say you? Uh, well, I mean, he said he'd go for it again. I don't know, man. I was nervous when he, when it, we went for it. Yeah. I don't know. I felt, I, I kind of get why he did it, but, but I, I was nervous when it was, I, I get like, I was like, oh, the, it worked and whatever that one, the miracle game, fourth and 25 miracle down in Oxford. We'll get the same score, get a two point. But I didn't have, I was like, but then we were, that year we were four losses and kind of behind the eight ball on anything. This year you look at it and I mean, this was pre Alabama losing, but you only got one loss in conference and you're just kind of, I like when other teams, when I'm watching other games that don't involve my team, I like it. I dig it. I was like, oh, yeah, heck yeah, let's <laughs> let's, let's see here. But that was, that was so nerve-wracking, and then it just like – I will say, it's it's crazy. I don't know if he – because we had that the one uh, – crazy. I can't believe they gave us a second in that uh, the uh, that extra chance with one second left, the Ole Miss uh, clock operator, to get that touchdown. Mm-hmm. Hell of a drive by KJ. KJ played a great game. But I, I, and the more I think, I was like, I, I mean, I get why he's doing it. The win would have been great. We're sitting here talking about, you know, a five and one team tied for first in the West. But mm-hmm. I, I just, I just have to agree. More and more I think about it, more and more you look at even the just the, the drive charts in the second half was touchdown, field goal, touchdown, touchdown, punt, the only punt in the second half, touchdown, touchdown, and then Ole Miss. You know, you have that like you're talking about that busted play that last touchdown they had. So that was a 15 second drive. The the drive before that, Ole Miss punted the ball three plays for one yard, and that minute that took about a minute. Uh, so your the defense is fresh there. They hadn't they hadn't been on the field, but a minute or a couple plays, you know. Mm-hmm. And since the since eleven minutes or so or ten minutes or yeah, I guess probably eleven minutes of the fourth quarter. So they've been they re- they're well rested. Little hadn't missed. He's missed a couple. You know, he missed a field goal in Georgia. He missed a field goal at Ole Miss, but he hadn't missed an extra point. You know, he's going to hit it. And you get that chance to um, – Pittman's emotional, man. You, you see it. You've seen it since ever since he got the job in that press conference when he got emotional when he's hired, man. And he made an emotional decision, thought the momentum we had getting that, and he wanted to win it right there. I don't, but, I don't, no, I don't, I don't think you can say that, though. I wish you could say, like, it was an emotional decision. But he said I had already made – on his play card already if in that situation. Yeah, like he's like, we already had this like planned out. This is what I was yeah. gonna do if we were in that situation. And I just think like if he's not like I couldn't imagine this. But if he doesn't yeah. have a guy in the you know, booth, 
running the numbers and letting them know all those things that I just talked about. I mean, they have so many analysts and all these things. You know, off season, they have everything looked at, and it's just he's he's the he's the head honcho. Oh yeah, no, I mean he is, and if he's going to make that decision, that's his decision. But I just think you know it's a risky decision. It's very risky. Oh, you know? it is. It, it proved that way because we're sitting at two losses instead of no matter if we would have won or lost it there, but or in the overtime. But how many overtime yeah. games have we lost, to Ole Miss? Have we lost? I don't. I mean, we win most of them, don't we? <laughs> yeah, I think so, man. man. I'm with you, man. It's tough. It's tough. I mean, hell of a, hell of a game from KJ, though. Like just, just drive, just take, just one after another, just diving into the end zone. Three passing touchdowns, three rushing touchdowns, just giving up his body, flying over the into mm-hmm. the end zone, and doing everything he can in that game. Just uh, incredible and. Just hate that. I mean, look, we doubled them up on first downs. Uh, just like we're just – we should have scored again in the first half. That's another one. You can't just score 14 points against that. Like, you know what I mean? We should have, shouldn't have been 21-14 at the half and then with them getting the ball back. We should have we should have taken advantage of more points too. Shouldn't even came down to it. We should have beat them by two touchdowns. Whether they score 40-something or not, maybe we score 60 there. But hell of a game by you know we make one mistake, Rocket Sanders. But he the rest of that game he he had a hell of a game, and I kind of wish we would have kind of pounded that. And I mean I'm not even saying this just after the fact or because the play call didn't work, but I thought we were just just pounded in on them. Uh, even that last drive, you have a minute like a minute and something left, and we were running the ball effectively even on that last drive. And I felt like that offensive line was pushing them back. I felt like we could have ran. KJ or you ever wondered there at the end, but didn't work out. Hell of a game for Ole Miss. It sucks for us. <laughs> Golly. It does, man. It does when you have to, you know, think of it that way. It look at it like that. Like it's it's definitely terrible. Um I don't know. I felt like You know, I don't know. I just, I just felt like we had we had the guns out there. We just needed to let them play. You know, we just need to let them, you know, finish the game. And if we would have done that, I, I think we'd won it. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe we wouldn't have. Maybe we'd still be having the same conversation. But either way, I just, I don't know. Let them play. Risky, let them play, uh, man. Uh, let the, let the let the let the players decide the game. Let's not try to decide it with ballsy coaching decisions. They have a forty percent chance. Yeah, one play from two uh, two and a half yards out or whatever. Just it's crazy, man. I just don't, I don't know. You wouldn't think Pittman would be the kind of coach that would do that. Like I see Kiffin doing it. I see Lane Kiffin on the other sidelines. Calling that, but I I kind of see Pittman like, nope, I believe in the guys that finish. But he's also a guy that believes in his players, and I'm sure he'd say like, well, I believed in us to get that two points. But yeah, that's the same thing. Like I hadn't thought about it that way too. That's all I'm saying. Like if he heard if he heard it, us talking about it, I could like at least see him saying, you know, they they make some good points, you know, some stuff to think about. 
No, yeah, maybe it's maybe this isn't. Maybe I shouldn't pre-chart this. You know, <laughs> probably might just. Like, I don't care what the what all the analytics and the data and the, the you know show on anything. It's it's whatever I feel and I feel it's like. Hey, what? Bro. Just give me your. I tell you what. If Pittman gives me his number, I promise I won't ever text him for anything at all, except for if we're in situations where we should go for two. And I'll just text it in real quick. He's probably always got. <laughs> he's got. That's pretty good. It's just that. And he's got Lane on the other sideline. You know, he's telling his players to get down. You know, trying to stop our momentum. Mm. Oh, he's probably pissed off at Lane. He's like, "Here's what I'm going to do. I'm about to kick his ass and go for two and win this thing. Not even give him a chance. Just to stick it in him and tell him to fuck off at the uh, midfield." Golly, I like it. I wish we would have. You know, whatever. Like, <laughs> no, it didn't work out at all. It I don't, you know, and here's the thing about him having people go down and all that stuff. And, you know, if you if you don't like it, you know, there ain't no rule against it. It's a strategy. It's, and that's how, it, that, that's how sports work. You utilize whatever strategies you have to win. Maybe we ought to start thinking about having some guys go down when Lane Kiffin's <laughs> running the ball on us <laughs> with a, you know, toe cramp. <laughs> I should have done that. I don't know, I mean, man. If I take any positives, I mean, it's the way KJ played. I mean, it's the way just... But, I mean, the whole game's right. positive. I mean, we outperformed them in every category – uh, we we did really well in that game. Quarterback play was better than their quarterback play. Uh, we we literally drove the field for our you know scores, whereas they had. I mean, I'm gonna tell you that hitch and go was executed perfectly. You know, they had us in a. We had uh, uh, cover three out there. We had one man up top. And uh, they burnt the corner, you know, and he wasn't able to adjust over. And they were able to just hit him wide open. And, um, I, I mean, that's just a good, that's just a great route. You know, that's just one of those situations where it just happens sometimes, you know. And uh, even the defender, who was it, Catalan? Was it, who was the defender on that? I don't know, maybe it was Brown over there at Brown. the cornerback. They thought like, I think my he might have got tweaked even trying to adjust and get back yeah. on that play. So I think he's you know, kinda injured trying to get back and cover again, you know. So I don't know. Yeah, well, as a hell I mean the, they've got talented receivers and they definitely Man. It does suck that I guess this week, you know, they're saying or Callon I guess finally announced that he's got a broken hand, so that kinda might explain some of the drops he had, but doesn't explain the other guys dropping the interceptions. You know, it's going to be, hey, look, we got guys with broke hands, broke fingers, you know, all beat up, and we're still out there performing well. We're going to be all right. You know, we got some guys that, that are beat up, but, I mean, we got a stable of running backs, and our offense is potent. So, I mean, we could literally just go and outscore people if we needed to. But um, our defense is good. You know, you look at what we had trouble against. The number two team in the nation, number one team in the nation, you can say now, 
that A and M. The same team that lost to us and Mississippi State. And Mississippi State. <laughs> I was that was starting to make me feel bad after they Ooh. lost them. We talked. I was like, "Well, maybe that win." And then, and then they go and beat Bama. Like, wow, that Calzada, their quarterback. Oh, wow, mm-hmm. he played really good. Like, he couldn't do anything against us. Nothing. And all of a sudden, he was. <sighs> Bama just don't. I don't know, man. They don't look as good as. They're not as good as Georgia. I'll say that. Well, they wow. still might beat Georgia in the champion SEC championship game. But right now, they. I don't even remember where I was going with that, but golly, now I got sidetracked with that whole thing. Well, I think we're good enough to beat any team left on the schedule. Maybe. I don't know if that's where you're going or at some point. Yeah. No, I think we are. (laughs) I think we're definitely good enough to beat everybody else that's left on the schedule, including Alabama. You know, uh, but who knows? Alabama, they might have been a fluke, man. They might not lose another game for another 13 years or something, you know. We also got to go to Tuscaloosa and play. If they're coming to Fayetteville, I'd be like, oh, man, you know, we got to. I mean, that loss took us out of the national championship run. Make no doubt yeah, about it's it. Always, we're, always a... we're done. And, you know, I thought that might be a possibility after just the Georgia loss. And so that's, that's, out, of the, that's out of the question now. That's always a sad part of the year. I mean, it happens all every every damn year but it's always like just the sad like realization like one loss okay you can get off over but that second loss is always like well dang but if we could go undefeated (laughs) and beat bama after beating i'm just saying man (laughs) bama only loses to us and and a and m we go undefeated all year beat bama you know we're playing georgia again still so they're still, I'm, they're still an easy possibility, man. Or, I don't know, Florida maybe. I doubt it, though. Yeah, there's still a possibility of a really good bowl game. I think, okay, so Ole Miss got one loss on their schedule to Bama, but they got to start. They're going to have to lose to, I don't know. They're going to have to, they, I mean, they got, maybe at, maybe they can lose at Tennessee this week. Mm-hmm. Probably beat LSU. LSU's bad. At Auburn, uh, A&M. They're going to beat Vanderbilt and at Mississippi State. You know what I mean? So we're going to have to hope Ole Miss loses a couple more, but it's possible. They're Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we can beat Bama, I mean, I, I think I think we, we, you know, would definitely get at least a Sugar Bowl. I think if Bama beats us, you're looking at Cotton Bowl. Yeah. Still good. I mean, we're still yeah. going to make it. We're still in play for a good bowl game. I think it, it comes down to this weekend, though. And if you slip up and drop one more game that you should win, then you know you'll be down here in Tampa. So that'll be good. I like that. I like those games. <sighs> well, what do you, you got? Anything else on the Ole Miss game? I don't know. I mean, as far as like, you know, how, how, how did we do or what, like, I mean, wow, what a game, man. I mean, that's one of the best games I've seen in a while. I liked it. I know a lot of people are, you know, complaining about it and saying that's not, 
you know, football, it's not the kind of football they like, and they like a little more defense and that and other, but I liked it, man. I liked the offense. I liked the high potency of both of them. You know, I think our defense could have done better, but, you know, they did as, as well. They did well. They didn't do horrible. I don't think they did as bad as Coach Pittman saying they did. I don't think they did as bad as everybody's saying they did. I just think they played two amazing offenses in a row. So, That's true. You know, now, you know, you're going to play average offense and average defense. You know, you just got to go out there and show them, like, we've been playing above average all year. So, we go out there and handle our business, you know. And I think, you know, we definitely do that with uh, with Auburn. I mean, they played. Yeah, they almost lost to Georgia State a couple a couple games ago. Like, it was real close to losing that. I don't know. I feel pretty good about winning this thing against Auburn. I mean, let's see. They've played. Who'd you say they almost lost to? A Georgia State. What? Yeah, they were down 24. Okay, so they scored. They were down 24-20 in, with a couple minutes to go, and they had their backup quarterback, uh, Finley, come in and uh, get on a drive. Golly. Take them for the, for the win. They benched their quarterback, their starting quarterback, Bo Nix. And then, I th- you know, they do go. They beat Akron bad. Yeah, they beat Akron bad. Beat Still Alabama. let them score on them, though. Yeah. Shut out Alabama State. I mean, that's a FCS school. It's not really. Good Lord. Beat them as bad as they did Akron. That was 60-point games, both of those. Yeah. That's probably what we'll do to UAPB. I don't know. It's kind of mean to put up that many points on those things. <laughs> I would like to shut out UAPB. But. <laughs> and then they got beat by Penn State, number 17 in the nation, but just barely. Just by eight yeah. points. Almost won yeah, that really game. game. Yeah, they did. They did. That was a... And then Georgia State nearly damn beat them. But they finally won that, 34-24. Yeah, they scored two touchdowns in the last minute, I think. Then they went down and got beat. Or no, beat LSU. Beat LSU. 24-19, and then got beat by Georgia. Of course, most uh, anybody's going to get beat by Georgia. Uh, they did put up 10 points, didn't get shut out. but They're definitely not the number 17 team in the nation. They got us a three-point... In Vegas, they got us a three-point uh, lead on them or whatever. They think we're going to win by field goal or whatnot. So, I mean, I don't know. Vegas is usually right. They don't like to lose money. That's Yeah, that's Vegas saying it's pretty even between us. It's just we've got the home field advantage, which is worth about three points. So, they, they feel mm-hmm. pretty strongly about, about us kind of being an even, being a good game. Yeah. Between us and Auburn, I, I see that. I just, I just want to beat Auburn. After last year with the, the Bo Nix, you know, throwing it behind them, fumbling, we had the game locked up. You know, after this Georgia game, Bo Nix is bitching about how Auburn never gets those calls. Mm-hmm. It's just like really, but really, dude. So, well, and then you know, Auburn's beat us all but once in the last decade. Yeah. Last ten years, That's bad. about the same as you know, other teams we've played that we've broken those streaks with this year. But good lord, 
Once in a decade, we've beat them. So it's that's time. that's really bad, and it's not exactly like. I mean, because before that, we had a really good like, the nut and uh, Petrino, except for the 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 Auburn championship year, we were beating them every damn year. You know, nine out of ten times or whatever, treating them like Mississippi schools. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, even John L. Smith beats Auburn. Mm-hmm. Um, the and Morris, and then last year we lost and just couldn't, just owned us, man. Gus freaking mouse on just took it out on us, no matter what his record was. So hopefully we change it against this, you know, douchebag of a head coach they got over there. Yeah. I don't know much about this guy they got over here right now. Or... No, he's just anti-COVID vaccine and anti, you know, saving people's lives, so. Yeah. That's well, odd. That's weird. That's weird, man. I mean, publicly about it, you know what I mean? So That's, that's kinda weird. That's even weird. Rub me the wrong way. When a lot of these coaches in the SEC are, you know, pretty doing, uh, you know, like Saban and Pittman and Kiffin are pretty pro, you know. Mm-hmm. Pro getting the teams vaccinated and saving people's lives. He was just anti, just like, you know, whatever. So, I don't know. You know how those people are. This game is going to be another 11 o'clock game. Another one. Yeah. <laughs> Three in a row. We got one next week, too. Which is noon for me, so it's not as bad. But uh, I don't mind them. I don't mind them. Don't have to wait as long in the day to see your Hogs play. That's mm-hmm. it'd be a lot better if we win, though. You know what I mean? And then you can enjoy the rest of the day. There's been like some, yeah, and there's been some folks out there that's been like trying to paint the hogs as like we can only win, and I guess it's true, but like we can only win, you know, home games or whatever. So, we're, you know, we're not going to win any away games or whatnot this year. So, I don't believe that. What do you think? You you think that's a? I've heard it more than once already. Some people saying that. I mean, we haven't won a road game yet, but we have won a neutral site in the Jerry World, mm-hmm. whooping up on A&M. I, I mean, I don't know. I think we go to Baton Rouge and beat LSU the way they are this year. Um, Tuscaloosa is going to be a going to be going to be a tough game, as it always is. Um, but it's not impossible. Then that's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. So I mean, I don't know. I think I think we can at least beat LSU on the road. I think the rest of these are such a favorable schedule. The rest of the, like, you have that, you have that A&M, Georgia, Ole Miss back-to-back-to-back. Yeah. Like, two of those on the road and one neutral site. We've, we've gone through that, and we've came out pretty, not too bad, you know. I'll tell you, that Ole Miss crowd did not show up at all. Like, I thought they were going to. On the Grove, no. They all just stayed out there in the grove, man. <laughs> they like to do that no matter what, no matter how good. They- <laughs> That's why you know Lane Kiffin's going to another. So he, he's not gonna. You think so? You think he's gonna go over to USC? Or- I don't know. Maybe not, man. Take the Raiders' job again. <laughs> he might be at Ole Miss oh, for the Al, next. Seven Al's years. gonna come up, give him a call. He's going to try to stay at Ole Miss until 
Saban retires and then swoop in over there. Same thing for same thing for Jimbo. That's what all these coaches are doing. (laughs) They're just waiting on Saban retire, try to swoop in Alabama. I mean, I think the man. I just I can't imagine Saban not wanting to go back to the NFL and give that another shot. I mean, as poorly as he did with the Dolphins. Yeah. I would love it one more time. Please get us, get him out of the conference. I don't care. I don't care if somebody <laughs> takes over. Somebody, whoever takes over as soon as Saban retires at Bama is going to have success for at least a couple of seasons. But after that, it's it's not going to be as not going to be as much though. Oh, so, I don't know. Do you want to, uh, I don't know. I guess we already kind of went over that game. Do you want to get into it any more in depth or? Uh, the Sovereign game? Well, Uh, yeah, either one. Either one, the Auburn or the Ole Miss. No, I mean, I'm done with Ole Miss if you are. Yeah, I'm done, man. I don't need to go score by score. It's a lot of scores and stuff. I think I've said my piece. So, all right, cool. Shift gears. Goodness gracious. I don't know, man. Auburn's just not been exciting. I mean, that, I mean, I have, I have watched them a few times a little bit. Nothing's just kind of pointed out. They've, they had quarterback controversy, but Bo Nix won a starting job back at old, at LSU. He's running around in circles, you know, and made some big plays in that LSU game. But it's more and more come out that LSU's just bad this year. So mm-hmm. that's left aggressive. Uh, Georgia, they got smoked. We did too, so I can't say nothing. Um, I don't know. I just really don't know a whole lot. It's just a different kind of regime without Miles on there for the first time in a decade. So it's just kind of just kind of different. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you got you don't know what you get you're what you're getting a hundred percent as far as like coaching goes or whatnot because Malzon's not there and they're still kinda finding their identity, uh, so to so to speak, I believe. So you're kinda you know, you're you're playing a team that, you know, is trying new things and stuff like that. So you don't know exactly, you know, what you're gonna get. Um but you know, you do know the players that you got out there. You do know that, you know, that you got a potent wide receiver crew and you got a good running back and uh, that they're going to be trying to, you know, move the ball down the field with kind of an even uh, even toe uh, play calling. Or at least that's what we've been seeing, you know, in the games that, you know, I've kind of, you know, watched or whatnot. And, um uh, yeah, I don't know. Nothing impressive, though. Nothing where I like sat back and went like, "Oh my God!" Like, look what you know yeah. what these guys are doing. Look how, look how they're moving the ball down the field or whatnot. It's not been, you know. Of course, I didn't watch yeah, those they, other games where they blew the people out yeah. and stuff. I, yeah, they, they padded. They padded a lot of stats against Akron and Alabama State. It's like 
you know, Rice and Georgia Southern aren't exactly just world beaters, but they're better than Akron and Alabama State. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, you know what I mean? So they've they've kind of padded some things. They do have offense coordinators, Mike Bobo, who uh, was the Colorado State head coach, and then he was uh, Georgia's offense coordinator for a long time, and then their defense coordinator is Derek Mason, who was Vandy's coach, and then a long time defense coordinators. So they have some kind of a head coaching experience at the coordinator spots. But, I mean, I haven't seen anything just crazy. I'm not scared of the defense. I'm not afraid of Bo Nix. Um, goodness, their backup quarterback, Finley, who came in and won that Georgia State game. 6'7", 246. That's a big old. Uh, man, that's a big old quarterback. Uh, so Tank Bigsby, hey, he's just a sophomore. I know he's pretty good. But then looking at their stats, it's like mm-hmm. Jarquez Hunter leads him in. Uh, what page did I have it on? My goodness gracious. He's averaged like nine yards a carry. That's freaking crazy, man. Oh, wow. <sighs> Where did I see that? Of course, I don't know how much of that is against Hacker and Alabama State, so it's kind of hard to hard to really hard to really gauge. But I think you're right on the money saying they're, kind of, they're going to try to... They're not just pass heavy. They're not run heavy, I'd say. Uh, yeah, yeah, no. They're, they're just kind of an even kill you know, team that, uh, you know, it's just from playing a, you know, basic, basic football. Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. I don't think they're going to be able to come in and beat us. I think, I think we're able to run it up, honestly, on this one. Like the last, you know, playing Ole Miss, it felt like we were playing a very even team. And I think I even said it, like, after I said the score, like, why did I say such a silly prediction when I knew it was going to be so much closer? Yeah. It really was, um, but the teams are our teams are very evenly matched, right? And the same thing with Auburn. Like our teams are very evenly matched, but it's different. Like their defense is better, our offense is better. You know, yeah. and, and where you look at their numbers, you know, they excel in the areas we don't excel, and we excel in the areas they don't excel. So you're going to see, you know, two teams that are. That are evenly matched, but in a different way, you know. And I think that what you're going to see is us uh, being able to go out there and, and play the type of offense that we normally play, take advantage of them. And like you said, the, the stats are padded really heavily. <laughs> even <laughs> even though that's what the numbers said, they're padded really heavily. So even though the stats say that they are, you know, better defensively or whatnot, when we go out there. And uh, put it on them. I think we're going to find out that's not necessarily true. Um, I mean, I, they're fixing to find out, man. We got how many running backs do we got, man? We got Rocket. We got good lord, man. Traylon Smith, AJ Green, Dominic Johnson. Then KJ can run. Good. It's hard to. I mean, that all this so game, we many. Had, we had almost four hundred yards in rushing. I mean, mm-hmm. and then a wide receiving. Like yeah. Sorry. Oh, no, I was just going to say, and our wide receiving crew is excellent on top of that, you know. So, I don't know. They got they got a lot coming at them, man. They got a lot coming at them. Golly. Yeah, we are just, a very good team, guys. Yeah, That's what yeah. I'm trying to impart here. I hope our listeners understand that we have a really good team. We have a, you know top echelon football team i i agree i don't think we lose this and i don't see us losing 
until Bama, and I think we might beat Bama because we've played these other games so close that, you know, we should have won and stuff. And, and then after what happened with Georgia, I think we're going to go unleash it, man. I think we're going to go in there. And, but I don't know. Maybe I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> yeah, that's all, I mean, I, we definitely, I definitely feel better about the game than than I did, you know, a week ago at, at Tuscaloosa. I mean, they're, you know, it stands to reason as much as they lost, and you could say, like, well, they reload every year. It was like, I mean, they lost an incredible amount, and they're mm-hmm. starting a, a freshman at, you know, quarterback. And, and they don't have as good of an offense. Like, they don't have a Heisman Trophy candidate running back. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't have just the, like, their receivers aren't, there's not just a big time. Uh, a couple of receivers that you just oh, wow they're going to play in the NFL you know what I mean they lost yeah. two they lost uh, Devontae Smith last year uh, they don't yeah they don't have a name brand uh, name tied in that you're just like wow like OJ Howard like wow this guy's just huge man he's just what a how you can't match up with him you know what I mean the defense ain't scary how many points they give up to Zach Zach Calzada for A and M and what they did like wow and like we <laughs> they couldn't move it on us one bit. You know what I mean? Like, like got mm-hmm. ten points. A and M got ten points on us, and um, just they don't. They're not. I don't know, man. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're fixing the. You're fixing the see. I mean, they're fixing to find out. I mean, they got a small defensive line comparatively. Uh, their offensive line. You know, when you take a look at them, they're they're a small offensive line too. You know, you got. Like your two ninety eights and stuff in there. I mean, you know, that I mean two ninety two. You know, I mean they got you know three nineteen. They got they don't have the biggest, you know, barliest offensive line that you're going against. You know, three o two and stuff. You know, so um, it's a you know, I don't know. I it's a, it's it's a, they're not huge. They're not a huge team. Just the whole team all the way around. It's not like a huge. Huge team and their quarterback, cornerback, six foot tall, six one. You know, you, you know, uh, safety, six one. Uh, you know, so yeah, they might put that that star um, back out there at six three and, and slide him to the outside on our taller receivers or whatnot. But the good thing is, is like we got him like in high flies as. as far as our receivers go and we've seen it this year like we've seen them go out there and throw it up and let them go up and get it and take advantage of that height and then we've seen that happen so hopefully we'll see some more of that in this game yeah it feels like i mean besides smoke monday for them they're one of their safeties six three one ninety nine, which is a cool cool ass name smoke monday yeah i think we we always talk about how cool the name smoke is <laughs> smoke monday <laughs> That is a cool name, man. <laughs> but besides him, you know, they're all six foot. And we saw what Burks was doing uh, to mm. Ole Miss last week and just jump balls and stuff and just getting them all. You know, uh, we got some really big receivers. And, I mean, Thompson's six four, six five, huge body, and he's been mm. coming on. Um, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, Knox, he's got some Knox making up to do. Thompson does. Yeah. Thompson's had some balls thrown his way that should have been – pulled in and they weren't so I'm, I'm excited to see him you know turn the corner on that because i don't think there that was necessarily situations that were you know his you know they were all him 
right? A lot of it had to do with the defensive player and how well they were playing and stuff. Uh, so, you know, I'm excited to see him get out against some of these small guys and be able to, <laughs> you know, take advantage. I was really excited to see what Trey Knox did, you know, trying him out at the tight end spot. He caught six balls against Ole Miss, caught that big touchdown in the second mm-hmm. half. So he's fine after being non-existent the rest of the first part of this year. And they, they put him in that tight end, having them run those routes in that position and, you know, move over Blake Kern because Kern wasn't cutting it. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. catching the ball this year. Like just, just kind of disappointing. And that Knox, Knox has found a place there and I hope he keeps it up because that's a, that's a weapon and he's a he's that big, tall uh, frame as well. Hopefully Knox will stick at that tight end position and put some weight on in the offseason. But good to have that as a weapon. As well, mm-hmm. that's true. You know, and last time we played them, you know, they were the twenty eighth. You know, they were they were number thirteenth team in the nation. They just barely beat us. You know, uh, so just saying, man. That's time to turn around, man. We're I'm, so I'm... much better than we were. Yeah, like it's crazy to think how fast we've improved, right? But the thing is, is with COVID and the, you know, way they were able to take advantage of some of this, like, off time that we saw, they were really able to prepare the team to be so much better and and to, um, I don't know, just exceed expectations, honestly. But I've always felt the talent was there. They just didn't have the coaches. So it's nice to see it, you know, all coming together. Yeah, for sure. I feel pretty good about this game, man. I really do. I don't know. I feel like we've gotten our butt beat pretty bad by Auburn in the last decade. Looking at some of the scores, I really don't want to. I thought about reading them off, and I really don't want to do that. But um, it's really embarrassing what they did to us. It's pretty nasty, man. Yeah, it's very nasty. Nasty is a great way to describe it, but I think we kind of, I think we start turning over and start doing that to them, starting this game. You know, you got to hope so. You know, you got to hope so. 51, 52, 56, you know. Of course, we had some, you know, we had some games we lost 54 and. We scored forty six, yeah. So it's not. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a big time here. Uh, that that fifty six, fifty four, forty six win we had at Fayetteville was pretty, uh, pretty intense. I think that was a couple overtime game. That was really intense. Crazy dude. Yeah, well. Another one of those mascots. A couple weeks in a row that's got more than one mascot. You got a tiger and you got war eagle. Can't decide. Well. I think you got to go with the tiger. Because the war eagle is just because a fucking bird flew up to their light pole and sat there. <laughs> and that's just fucking being delusional, is what you call that. 
thinking that that's some sort of a sign or something. So, but I don't know. We could go with war eagles, I guess. That's that's crazy. Yeah, they can have they can have tigers, man. I, I like war eagle. I like the war eagle river. I'm glad we never. I'm glad we never like had such a crappy generic mascot that we were like, man, I think we're going to make up another mascot. We'll make up another one. <laughs> what, what is that? What is that up there on the light pole? Is that a bird? <laughs> is that a falcon? Arkansas Falcons. Arkansas Falcons. Well, they weren't creative in the tiger scene there. No, like, you know, LSU's tigers, their tigers, there's tigers all over the place. And the weird thing about it, ain't no tigers in America. I don't even know why you would pick a, basically a <laughs> fictional character for your mascot. Like, pick something that's meaningful to your surroundings. You know, be smart about it. If they wasn't running around out in the woods in your mountains, <laughs> then you should pick a different like a volunteer. Those are running around out in the woods in the mountains. Yeah. Right, Razorbacks, they're running around out in the woods in the mountains. Johnny Reb, old miss. Same thing, man. What is Mississippi State? Are they cows? Bulldogs. They should be cows, man. They should. They Bulldogs cattle. is kind of weird too. Like <laughs> it's just weird. Like why? They're not particularly tough. They're kind of lazy. They're very lazy, man. They're not like. That's what I love about the Razorback, man. Just like wild boars, man, and just they're they're freaking crazy, man. There's multiple bulldogs too. There's. There's a few. Georgia. Butler and Butler Bulldog. <laughs> Golly. I'm glad we don't have a crappy mascot. I am too. Should we give a prediction on this? Do you, I mean, I don't know. Oh, I, I, got I, one. Think we, I think we went well. Huh? I, I got one. Are you ready for mine? Let's see. What you got? Arkansas, 38. Auburn, 16. 38 to 16. I think it's going to be Arkansas. Twenty-eight, Auburn zero. I think Ooh. we're going to show everybody our defense is here. It's back. It's been here. It's busted up. It's broken hands, twisted ankles, broken fingers. We're fixing to see yeah. it, man. We're going to see yeah. Bumper Pool and Morgan ball out. Yeah. They've been hearing it all week long from Pittman, just oh. in their ass. In their ass at the press conferences. All week, man. Just defense, defense, defense. You know that's all he's saying at the... Oh, yeah. If we just had you know a defense, we'd have won that game. You know, he's, he's just grilling it into them and i think they're just probably tired of hearing it 
and they're just going to go out there and, and and do their thing, man. And I, I think our offense is going to be able to score once every quarter. I don't think that's too much to ask. Nah. I think you're right, man. And honestly, like you're talking about, I was like, well, I'm talking about, I was talking about that tune. Like, really? I mean, that's really just one week, and that's a hot, potent offense, Ole Miss. And then Georgia, really, I mean, they... Uh, some of those were a block punt scores and stuff, and really wasn't as bad. In other games this year, our defense has been really good. But really, we've had one real bad defensive performance against Ole Miss, and uh, so I, I I like where your head's at on the twenty-eight nothing. Yeah, and then after being embarrassed and being shut out, you know, you really you want to shut somebody out. Like you really, oh yeah, somebody else has to pay. After that game last year, I feel like it could be a revenge game. We've lost two in a row. We got a back, backs against the wall, home game for the first time in a month. You know, it just seems to all come together to have a crazy good performance. Mm-hmm. I agree. Well, I guess that's it, man. So. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. I'm excited. Hopefully we get to talk about a win next week because that'll be a lot funner for you guys. To... And then two losses. This one was tough. I think everybody kind of feels the same way we do. That was tough. I know we understand it doesn't come down to one play at the end of two, but it's just hard not to talk about that. You know what I mean? I can't talk about a third and seven in the you know second quarter. I stand by what I so much. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, man. I'm I stand you. by it, man. Should have went for it and then went in the overtime and did what you could do. I think you had a better offense. I think your defense could have stopped them. I think our defense did stop them. We just had trouble stopping them again, you know. But, I mean, shit, look at when we didn't stop them, right? It's not like we didn't just stop them throughout the game. I mean, it was like they had a hitch and go that was amazing for a touchdown, right? They had uh, – Another busted play. They, they they got in a red zone three times only. Only. And were able to score. That's not much in a game like that. All their scores came from wild, big, long plays. So we don't even know That's true. that they can continue to score at that rate in the red zone. With us being eight for eight in the red zone, we know we can continue to we can You put us there and we're going to score against that defense. It's a, a scrimmage to us. Yeah, how would their offense be on a you know more condensed, more condensed field? Because they're really wide open, but I guess we can't see see about that till. Well, Arkansas hockey, yeah. Iowa State, Springdale, two wins, four and yeah. seven and two. So you know, great uh, great job there, man. <sighs> Got us a, One. I guess, a bye week this week before we play Missouri State next. And, you know, what what a way to go, man. Hockey team just kicking ass, you know. One loss this whole time, only to a Division One school. Uh, yeah. Woo! Guys, and we're talking, you know, what, we're almost, how, I don't know, a quarter of the way through the season, it looks like, you know. So... Yeah, that's wild, man. One one loss, like you said, to Oklahoma, 
uh, you know, we beat them the day, or the day before to, to split that in the state of Oklahoma, Oklahoma City. And then besides that, I mean, you start last weekend off against a good opponent, Iowa State, four nothing. You know what I mean? And then seven two, putting up points on the board. And got a bye week, and then the big match. I mean, that's a big matchup. Missouri State, we play them. I mean, we play them again at Springfield. That's a big rivalry in our hockey um, uh, conference. So that's going to be a big. Yeah, they're in the. Uh, Look who we play November fifth. Those are division games. So is Bulldogs. We do play the Bulldogs, don't we? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we just talked about Butler. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was crazy. That's wild. Oh, Miami, Ohio, that'd be a good one to watch, too. That'd be a good game. Yeah. Those road trips, man, we do pretty good. Is Springfield, Missouri a road trip, though? I mean, what, two hours, hour and a half away? It's really not that far. <laughs> this must be not some bad. sort of a. This must be some sort of a. I don't know. What is this like a round robin or? A... Yeah, it looks like it. Because it doesn't involve it doesn't involve Missouri State, who's in Springfield. Like we go there into Springfield to play Missouri State in January. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's... <laughs> That's weird. We play, we play a lot in the state of Missouri. I mean, we got that. We got the at Kansas and Independence, Missouri. We got mm-hmm. at Missouri and Jefferson City, Missouri, Springfield for Missouri State. And then the MACHA playoffs are in St. Louis. So it was a national tournament. So get used to playing up there, boys. Battle line. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Why do we fought Missouri in some sort of war or something? Why would it, Why is it the battle line? Oh. Good hot, good start though, and we earned a bye week this week, so it'll be exciting to get back to kind of finish strong. What we got until October twenty second, then there's another bye week, and then you got that Springfield, then you got couple more before Thanksgiving. Take a week of Thanksgiving off. Then you finish Missouri up. And then you got final exams and big holiday break until January. So we're finishing. Finish this uh, fall strong. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'm excited. I think hockey team's going to do well. I think we're going to beat Missouri State. You want You got a prediction on that? For Missouri State, um, I mean, I say we go two and zero. I say um, I like to see what Missouri Missouri State's hockey has looked like so far this year. I mean, I still can probably go without. I can go predicting that without seeing it, but it is kind of interesting. What about you? What do you? Oh, man, it's Missouri State, man. I surely will beat them. I'd say eight to three for the first game and. Five to two, the second. Oh, that's pretty good. They're advertising the Missouri State Arkansas game on on their website. Boy, they take their they take their hockey seriously. <laughs> I mean, they've got a really good website. Putting it up at the student union and stuff. And nice. 
I'm gonna go with um, I'll go I'll go seven one and uh, two zero. Probably my my projection. Heck so let's yeah. see. So they've beaten they've beaten Creighton, lost to Creighton, didn't have a score for Missouri, didn't have a score for Kansas. Okay, their website sucks. Wow. <laughs> okay, they've lost a good bit. They lost, split with Milwaukee. They've lost a few times. Oh, whatever. Got it they got it coming. They got it coming. They got it coming, man. I'm gonna change my 2-0 pick to 5-0. Of... Can't believe. It. How can y'all get y'all's websites up and going? Did they get the stats going? Let's see. Statistics. 404. We could not find the page you're looking for. Fantastic. Hockey. We want to talk about the team. If you won't put your statistics on your web page, you really limit what we can go over with the fan base. Just saying. Yeah, I know. Oh, so well what what we got next? Fantasy? Okay, fantasy. Last week. Yeah. Let's do um Fantasy first. Last week, week six, hit boss. That's me beat Evie Dobb, 180 to 175. Nice. Uh, big Wiener Bandits squeaks out against Hawkstradamus, 164-158. Nice. Team Hog beats Maynard, 157-148. And Hog Call, man, what close games these are. Oh, what a competitive league. Hog Call squeaks out, run like a Razorback, 214-211. Nice win, Chan. Yeah, um, I'll take anything. I just keep losing these close games, so I'll take a win, man. I'm just glad I yeah. squeaked one out. <laughs> Hit Boss is playing Maynard. Uh, big Wieners playing Team Florida Hog. Hog Call, you got a big matchup with Thomas. Hawkstrom's back's against the wall. I saw he's been making quite a bit of moves uh, this week, trying to get back in this thing. Uh, he's got a shot for sure. Um, Evie Dobb against Run Like a Run. He's a uh, standings here but very competitive league i mean you look at last week every damn i mean these are games in the 200s 90s all high 100s and these games are all you know within 10 points i mean that's like you know like a one like a 10 yard catch by a receiver or whatever you know what i mean so <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so there's a like, couple games i just needed kj just to do a little bit more and i would have won every single one he probably put up like 50 points too man he probably tore yeah. So the standings look right now. Big Wiener Bandits first place at five and one. Oh. Uh, Pit Boss number two, four and two. Hog Call three and three. Run like Razorback three. Evie Dobb three and three. Maynard three and three. Florida Hog two and four. Hawkstradamus one and five. Um. So Hawkstradamus, if you're out there listening, you're only two games back from that playoff spot. Three and three. A long way to go. Long way to go. Two games back. And Chad, you're two games back from first. Big Wiener Bandits part two is it's doing pretty good. You know, they don't have as many points as he's he scored hundred and fifty a thousand and fifty one on the year. I've scored a thousand ninety four and you've scored a thousand seventy two, so uh, kind of a false false leader there. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> well, sorry. we'll see, man. I you know, I'll I'll 
I'll I'll I'll hopefully get there, man. In and just about <laughs> all my leagues, and this is my luck, man. Because usually, I'm known for having low scores and being high in the high in the league, like up in the first and second place, third yeah. place a lot of times, and having scores that are like way below what they should be to be up that high because I just win the games weekly. Uh, but you know, not, 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 not this year, man, this year I have a very high score in just about every league I'm in and I've lost a lot of, a lot more games than I normally lose. <laughs> and <laughs> even though I have really high score, I, uh, have not won a lot of my fantasy games. So it's weird. Cause I'll be like, fifth place but like outscoring i should like look scoring wise i would be in third if it went by scores but <laughs> because my wins and losses <laughs> trust me though trust me though like those it'll come into play like i hope you're not you know fifth or sixth place hanging by a thread but if you are and you like got the same exact record buddy you're gonna be glad you had more points or even you know even if you're tied for second and you, for that buy, you're going to be glad you got a lot more points mm-hmm. than somebody else. That's true. That's true. So, um, picks. Chad, you had a really good week. Uh, or better than me, uh, ten wins, and I had eight eight wins. So you you're fifty two and thirty eight. I closed yeah. the gap, didn't I? Yeah, you're fifty two and thirty eight on the year. I'm fifty three and thirty seven. So. One game separates us. I'm one game back. One game back. Damn, man. Yeah, you close the gap fast. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> uh, now it's time for me to pull some rays or some right. Arkansas stuff and just bomb out this week. So. All right. If you're betting on me, don't bet on me this week. And when I win big, you shouldn't have listened <laughs> to me. You shouldn't have listened to what I felt I was saying. Everybody knows I'm full of it. That's all right. And if you did uh, bet and bet on it, and I still lost, man, that's that's your fault for being a, you know, degenerate. That is, that's right. I have to agree with that. But I'm betting on it. I tell you that I'm a degenerate. I'm gonna. Especially as good as you've been doing. So. <laughs> All right, so let's do this week seven. Clemson at Syracuse. Um, Clemson. I'll go Clemson as well. Um, Florida at LSU. Florida. Okay. I'll go Florida as well. Um, San Diego State at San Jose State. San Diego State. Let's go San Jose. Okay. Not a bad pick. Uh, I'll go San Diego State there. Um, Michigan State at Indiana. Um, let's go Michigan State. Indiana hasn't okay. been doing no. it. No. Uh, Nebraska at Minnesota. Um, Nebraska. Uh, 
Nebraska. Let's go. I bet Scott Frost can. Hopefully he can beat Minnesota. That's where yeah. Coach was from. Yeah. I'll go with Nebraska as well. Um, Oklahoma State at Texas. Hmm, I'm going to go with Oklahoma State on that. I don't, I don't okay. like Texas to beat Oklahoma State. I'll go Texas on that one. Um, Texas A&M at Mizzou. Man, I'm glad I just knocked out that one. Um, (laughs) Mizzou? What was it? Texas A&M at Mizzou. Man. Golly. Let's go with Texas A&M, I guess. Yeah. yeah, you wanted to pick Missouri there. I, I did. I did kind of want to like as Missouri much as they lost to these bad teams. <laughs> Freaking drink wits. My goodness. He, what a, I'm so glad we didn't hire him. Maybe A&M just plays to the talent. That's what I was thinking. Like that's literally went through what went through my mind when I was making that pick. <laughs> what if A&M plays to the talent? Like what if they can't beat yeah. them? because they just don't beat good bad teams that they can beat good teams it'd be hilarious I'm going to pick AM too but it'd be hilarious (laughs) Uh, UCF at Cincinnati Um, UCF yeah I'll go Cincinnati there Um, Fresno State at Wyoming Fresno. Fresno. Yeah, I got to go Fresno there, too. Um, Miami at North Carolina. Miami at North Carolina. Miami. Okay. I'll go North Carolina. They're both disappointing this year. Um, Pittsburgh at Virginia Tech. Let's go with Pittsburgh. Yeah, I like Pitt. Yeah, I'll go pit too. Um, Kentucky at Georgia. Man, what if Kentucky beat Georgia? I mean, it's undefeated versus six and over, six and zero. Oh. Hell of a game. Let's go with Kentucky. Let's do it. Let's go with Kentucky. Let's roll the yeah. dice. Roll the I'm dice. Rolling them. I'm rolling them. <laughs> I'll go Georgia there. Um, glad to get that one back from that Texas and Oklahoma State one. Uh, Alabama at Mississippi State. Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Pirates got it coming this week. Yeah, I can't believe we even got to pick that. Well, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Ole Miss at Tennessee. Mm. Ole Miss. They're going to light their world up on offense. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Um, I'm going to go Tennessee. I don't know why. Wow, that's crazy. Crazy. Normally, I, I tell you, that's, like, that's a good pick, Tim. We'll see. We'll see in Tennessee. Oof. Man, I hope Kentucky don't let me down, and I hope Tennessee don't let you down. (laughs) That's all right. They probably will, man. I'm sure I should make myself try to feel better. It's like, yeah, we got 
What time is that Tennessee game? I don't know. I don't um, Kentucky games later in the day, so I'm gonna get to watch Arkansas and then be like, yeah. Yeah, I think the uh, uh, let me look that up. The uh, the Kentucky Georgia's at three thirty your time, so that's that CBS mid afternoon game. I'm thinking Ole Miss. I hope Ole Miss Tennessee ain't at eleven. No, Florida LSU is at eleven. Sweet, I don't care. Uh, Tennessee, where the hell are you, bud? Oh yeah, it's a it's a uh, night game, six thirty, seven thirty. All right, so that'd be good. That'd be a good one. Will be. That's it for me. Well, I tell you what, man. We always talk about something that's not necessarily Arkansas football related, and obviously, you got about talking about Chucky this week. Talk about John Gruden getting absolutely demolished, quitting his job. Why would you write the things that he wrote, man? The racist, nasty stuff that he wrote, man. Why would you, like, why? what the hell is going through his mind? And I'll be honest, I wanted him to come back to Tampa. It's on the podcast. You can go back and listen to him if you really want. And I feel like we dodged a bullet. Kind of like we dodged a bullet with some of these other coaches at the University of Arkansas with with Pittman, with getting Bruce Arians. And, uh, wow. Wow. Just, I'm just, thank goodness he's not, like, going for our second, you know, Super Bowl, just having him resign this week for things he, you know, the racist, misogynistic, homophobic (laughs) things he said. So he talked about the first openly gay dude in the draft and said that the head coach shouldn't have been pressured by Goodell. And the head coach came out and said, like, he wasn't pressured. He wanted to take him in the draft. And that, you know, it was crazy that he said those things. And I agree, man. I think that's just nuts to, you know, even come out and say that or whatnot. And then, you know, saying that old boy had lips the size of Michelin tires. I mean, that's not cool to to do that. I don't know. I guess he shared some nudie pics. I don't know. I should probably be more offended by that than I am, I guess. But uh, either way, man, I guess it wasn't a cool thing to do. He's, so, he's just a prick. Man. He didn't care if anybody, if his own other guys about it. He didn't even bother not to use the company emails or whatever the hell's going on there. <laughs> yeah, Michael Sam, the thing with like Michael Sam, the uh, first hopefully gay player, man. Like drafted, tell him not to draft. Like, dude was good in Missouri. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. he, was, he even kicked out. Like, how the hell do you think Missouri made an SEC championship game? So he was he was killer, man. And uh, this year he had a, a Carl Nassif. He's been really awesome this year. Yeah. He's uh, on his team this year. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's coaching. Sure he's glad now to know and like, well, the first out you, yeah, the first coach to like coach the, the openly gay folks or whatever, and uh, <laughs> he's out there 
saying this nasty stuff. I don't know, man. So, Resign like a little, little bitch, man, like he is. So. Good riddance to him, man. I agree. I just got to say, man, thank God we didn't get, get him at Tampa. At, or uh, here. Remember after Petrino left, man, everybody was like, oh, Gruden. Not everybody, but there was, that was a message board thing back then. It was like, oh, Gruden's wearing a red tie and money not coming to Arkansas. There's all these rumors swirling around. So. <laughs> I remember there was. That happened other places too. Tennessee, I Miami. The Tennessee rumor. <laughs> Yeah, no, we had a little bit of that, but not enough. But Tennessee had big ones, and even even Miami too, man. Tennessee's like, oh, he moved his daughter up here and shit, so he's definitely like, he bought a house. <laughs> Good friends with Peyton Manning. And <laughs> Do you think he lands a college job? Do you think Gruden lands a college job in the next ten years? I think he might. Once Hugh Freeze leaves Liberty, Liberty might hire him. Yeah. Liberty or Baylor. Or, <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. Get at one of those schools. Go for one of those schools. Hmm. God Lord. What a mess. Well, I guess that's about all I got. Man. <laughs> yeah, that's all I got for this week. I'll tell you what. You know, it's been real. Thank you for everybody that's listening and, and that's that's hung in there with us. It's, it's, it's just meant the world to us. Uh, we really appreciate everything. Woo Pig Suey. Go Hogs. <laughs>